previously on My Best Friend's Journal. No, I think you get hepatitis just by getting in there. Yeah, it's airborne. Uh-huh. Crawls up your urethra. Um, <laughs> I went to another doctor. Not important. I'm healthy. I just love the doctor. Been flirting a lot with Derek and Robbie and Bobby. Any Derek, Robbie, or Bobby. <laughs> Any Derek, Robbie, or Bobby. They are all people I met at Fire Island. They're a nightmare. You know, call 1-800-MBFJ. Um, the tip <laughs> now line. we got to buy that hotline. <laughs> It's not enough numbers. Um, <laughs> the ends do not justify the means in the situation. You can't say I took care of you by providing financially, but also like was a felon and a philanderer and a bad dad in the process. That does not make sense. We're here because my mom gifted me this five-year journal and I finished it. Uh, and I just thought it would be a shame to not do anything with this huge endeavor I completed. I wanted to do something more, something creative with it. Five years ago he got a book to hold my private thoughts And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot Your private thoughts read aloud, how does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote, this shit might get too real Nothing here is sacred, I'm haunted by my past It's called My Best Friend's Journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this name a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Hey, Cam. Hello, Michael. How are we? Oh, we are lovely. I love the universal we. Um, How are you? I am fine. I am back in town. I'm, you know, here. I'm queer. I'm ready to mingle. Oh, who's there with you to mingle with? Literally no one. Just your ass on FaceTime. Okay. Well, glad you appreciate my presence. What did you do while you were out of town? Uh, Well, I had to run to LA for a couple days for a couple of work things, work-related thingies. Um, And it was good. It was uh, a little hectic, but um, got a lot done. Got to meet with my business partner. Got to start a couple new projects. It felt really good, actually. Um, But after being in New York for a week and then only home for a week and then leaving on a jet plane really don't want to do that again not for a while anyway um it was great but i'm exhausted this is the story of your life you do this all the time you're constantly i mean if you're not moving you're traveling yeah you've moved in a while so you can you can thank your lucky stars for that that was not my fault (laughs) i don't know man you seem to love moving Uh uh-huh 2020 i was like you know what sounds fun moving although Um, you've refused to help me move I did not refuse to help you move. <laughs> I have definitely been the most useful person to you in your life during a move. Okay, that's not true because you moved across country like multiple times with Mick and Kick and they were probably pretty fucking useful. Well, we hired a service then. Usefulness, single-handedly, yeah, definitely you. You also assembled my entire apartment, but the folks know this. Anyway, did you do anything fun in LA besides work? Not really. Uh, you know, that's a lie. I did. I went out to drinks one night. Oh, I went to a gay bar, which is probably my gayest moment, so go ahead and... Roll that beautiful bean footage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gay, 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 gay. You went to a gay bar. That is that is the gay moment. That's the quintessential. Well done. You know, it wasn't terribly gay. It was kind of like a happy hour gay bar in Venice. Um, and it was it was a beautiful bar. I guess the gayer part is that I became obsessed with the house plant that I now want to buy mm. uh, in the gay bar. It's not gayer, but it's certainly a more specific type of gay. <laughs> Goes to gay bar, picks up a plant. <laughs> uh, well, I've been looking for a tall plant. I had to move one out of our bedroom because it wasn't getting enough light and she was really struggling. And so I uh, moved that to a different part of the house. But now there's a nude corner in our bedroom and not a corner mm. where I like to get nude, but it's denuded, you know, of, of, of former glory. So um, I've been looking for a tall plant that looks beautiful and also works well in low light. Well, if you're looking for a tall glass of water, I can provide that. <laughs> oh, how dare you? <laughs> Sorry. It's, Glad you uh, got that in there. Low light and beautiful for your naked corner. 
yeah, and you know, I just didn't know. I, I had gone to the nursery and there wasn't really anything. Then we walk into this bar and it's kind of a dark bar, very cute, very kind of like well done inside, but but dark, like a you know, the interior of a bar so often is. And there's this beautiful tall plant in the corner that is absolutely thriving and much lower light than my bedroom gets. And so I became very obsessed with it. I found it online very quickly and I'm going to try to find one. So, um, it was a, I had a specifically branded kind of gay bar moment, I guess. Um, but it was great. I mean, I went with my business partner. We got old fashions. They were fall old fashions, like some chocolate bitters and a cinnamon stick in there. It was delicious. And we, um, worked, yeah, we got into like this, uh, we got kind of into a creative work groove and we were just like, you know, firing off each other. It was like, bang, bang, boom, like playing like zip, zap, zap. Yeah. Um, and it, it worked out really well. Uh, and we, we made some real headway over drinks in a gay bar. It was delightful. Well, I wish you made some head over drinks in a gay bar, but alas, we can't all have our wishes. Mm. Listen, you said nursery earlier and that Not reminds that kind me. Of place. I was going to make a baby mm. joke, but we make way too many of those. So I skipped it, but I did want to tell you that we, I, we, <laughs> You've joked about babies. <laughs> you joke about eating them and letting them nurse from you. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> yes, and. I just have a very vivid memory in high school or middle school or something of having to do some English prompt where it's talking about a nursery. And I assumed it meant like four children. That's how I know the word nursery. Um, and it was for plants. And I got the whole thing very, very wrong because I wrote an essay assuming oh, they were no. talking about babies <laughs> and they were talking about plants. It makes a very big difference. <laughs> that's pretty funny so your english teacher like knew that you loved gerald ford and knew that you you really needed uh to expand your vocabulary yeah different teachers different classes in fact but uh it's good it's good to spread out my um uh, ignorance ignoramusness and ignoramus <laughs> throughout the school uh um, what gay things did you get up to this week my fine feathered friend well based on one of my many recent doctor's appointments of which I've spoken of at girth. Oh mm-hmm. Um, mm. I, <laughs> I figured <laughs> I, I always say at length, I'm just skipping it and going right to the at girth. Uh-huh. Um, great, great, great. <laughs> I actually support that very much. Let's see if we can work that in more later. Please continue. Um, I had an unnecessary scare that I do completely attribute to the demonization of homosexuals and sexual health writ large um what <laughs> wow i mean what a sweeping statement <laughs> I, i'm i'm here i'm queer i'm ready for your explanation please continue and definitely say writ large again so i had to do a bunch of blood work that i talked about recently and i get back my results and it goes down the chart of a bunch of different um acronyms i don't know a bunch of numbers and letters that make no sense to me but it just has the frame of reference of what it should be and what mine is and all the way down the chart there's dozens of different items it has green good green good like everything is correct the way it ought to be and then in giant red letters um it says it tested positive for hepatitis a of all fucking things quite rare it's quite rare and i know because i obsessively googled it for the rest of that day um it's about twenty four thousand. <laughs> there were twenty four thousand cases in 2018 most people are vaccinated including myself so i was just like how the fuck did i get fucking hepatitis i was so angry and even angrier because the reason i was getting all this testing we'll explain shortly but it was gonna this hepatitis uh diagnosis was about to disqualify me for the very reason i was getting tested to begin with i came to you i came to our friends Aaron and sam luckily i didn't extend it much further out also amy and gabriella i didn't go much further than that and that's good because i i would have had to backtrack for more folks i didn't have hepatitis i got a call the next day Doctors weren't open when I got this uh, lab result. I got it on a Sunday, but then doctors read the results on a Monday and they were like, no, everyone tests positive. Um, it's just bad labeling. And then we test you again with a different thing. Um, you're positive is just because you've everyone been vaccinated. Everyone tests positive because of the antibodies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but they don't, Yikes. they don't show the second test on the lab result, nor do they say, uh-huh. by the way, everyone tests positive, nor do they even put it in green or say this is okay or we'll double check. It's in big red letters like you're fucked. And I was like, this is dangerous. A, because I'm a fool. B, because I rush to conclusions. And C, because... Um, you know, I like to have three numbers of things. <laughs> yeah, you you did uh, uh, have a bit of a gay panic, but it wasn't just the job stuff. I mean, no one likes to hear that you have like an ambiguous like liver infection that may or may not go away at some point. Like it's we we all did a little bit of reading on it. All of our friends were like online trying to like find out, you know, the the, the hopeful news. And it's like usually not the that big of a deal for a person, but it can take up to like six months to go away. Um, and it not can cause for nothing, other issues. It's caused it, by fecal matter. And I was like, great. It felt like, um, uh, what's the word? 
Um, Do I look like a thesaurus? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It felt like I was giving credence to an already awful stigma about the things us queer mo's do in bed <laughs> anyway it's like more often caused by like it's like foodborne right like like it's always fecal matter but it could be on vegetables it could gotcha. be gotcha gotcha like, yeah it's like the adult's pink eye yeah <laughs> i only say that because every time i see someone with pink eye or hear about pink eye it's almost always a kid and you know pink eye is caused by poop so you're like Damn, these little nasty-ass kids with their poopy fingers rubbing oh, their eyes. I meant to follow up with you. Uh, at one point, you sat on your pillow and farted on it and then slept on it. <laughs> Did you get pink eye? Of course not, because guess what? I didn't shart on my pillow. <laughs> I don't know, man. You got a, you got a pretty weak track record. Um, <laughs> I shat my pants one time on this podcast. <laughs> on this podcast? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty good chance. It's a one out of 123. Four episode chance. Um, so listen, a couple minutes ago, you said that we would hear more about why you're getting all these uh, medical tests, why you've been to the doctor so much lately. So uh, do you have any news to share with me or the people? Are you really asking or are you leading? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm leading you into temptation. Please tell, tell the people what's going on, friend. Well, folks, can't believe it's happening again. I mean, I can because I said yes. But uh, first of all, to no one's surprise, I will be leaving my... <laughs> Eight two five. That lasted for <laughs> a really solid season. Um, it was by a solid season. He means part fall. of summer, and part of fall. <laughs> um, great job, honestly. As far as eight to fives go, I'm very grateful to have had it. I am moving on for a different experience, and by different, I mean the same old, same old. I'm getting back on bumper lump bum 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 a cruise ship. Would you believe it? You know, I think the people would. I think they would because we've heard about your misadventures on the open seas and, you know, your your proclivities for swashbuckling and maritime law. I don't know. There's something that happens with boats. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's a lot more money than I'm currently making and all of it gets saved when you're on a cruise ship. It's all brand new countries I've never been to, including the UAE, uh, Turkey, Greece, South Africa, Namibia, like all the fuck over the place. And I'm really excited to get the opportunity to see these places for free also i'm just like itching for some fucking excitement and a change in my day and it just feels like a good restart after the many stalled opportunities from covid i'm excited to sing again it's been so long i'm just excited for adventure and um i have never felt that more than when i have been stuck in a kind of cookie cutter routine you know, this sounds like an excellent opportunity. I think that um, the listeners here are going to be excited for you. Everyone knows that you uh, like a little bit of adventure. And uh, most of us here know you well enough to know that that 9 to 5 was only going to last until something more sexy came along. So here we are. The and sex has arrived. So surely there is an elephant in the room here. The obvious question, what will become of my best friend's journal? Well, my best friend's journal... Is coming to a close. And I don't just mean the podcast. Um, This journal that we are in, uh, you know, savvy listeners will know that we are entering August of 2017. And this journal ends in December of 2017. So we have decided that this podcast is going to end like it started. It's going to end at the uh, end of this book. It's going to end with Mike getting on a fucking cruise ship. Um, And uh, it works out episode wise that uh, we're going to end right around Christmas time. So we get to do one more Christmas special, which has always been our favorite. And we'll get to uh, we'll get to read the end of 2017 right at the end of 2021. Yeah, it feels like Like you said, just the natural conclusion. I mean, we had to make a choice at this point anyway, um, because the book is ending. We are we are done with the journal, and people asked a lot in the beginning what we do, and we said we'd figure it out when we got there. But we have a lot of episodes till then, so just enjoy the ride. Um, And I've enjoyed the ride. (laughs) I think you have as well. I am excited to see it through to its conclusion, and it will have ended exactly three years from when it began, which is the longest I've ever committed to anything in my entire life. (laughs) It's pretty crazy. I mean, the two of us have talked a lot about, you know, what it means to commit to a creative endeavor with a friend. It's brought you and I so much closer. Um, I know you better than probably anyone else on this world, except for my husband. Um, I feel like it's just been an incredible journey with you. Um, and I'm excited to keep it going until the end. So, um, this is certainly is not goodbye, but you know, we didn't want to surprise anyone with a, a you know, surprise final episode. That's not <laughs> nice to anyone, especially those of you who have been here since the beginning. So, um, you know, stick around, we got more stuff coming, um, and we'll be here through the end of the year. 
You're absolutely right. This is not goodbye yet. I'm not ready for that. We'll have our moments. Um, but for now, we've got a bunch more episodes left that we're excited to do. We're excited to bring to you and uh, perhaps even a little special guest content, which is always a fave of ours. Ooh, ooh, tell me more. No, I, I shan't. <laughs> who, who? All right. Well, that cat's out of the fucking bag. Are you ready to uh, begin our journey toward the end? Would you say that dog's toupee is off? <laughs> <laughs> the cat's out of the bag. The dog's toupee has been removed. <laughs> so let's begin our journey to the end, shall we? Journey to the <laughs> past. Is that how it goes? <laughs> Sounded like glass shattered. Perfect. All right, so last week we did something that we've never done before, and we ended in the middle of an entry. Remind oh, us where we were. Nothing like starting new traditions at the end of this podcast series. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't promise there won't be more like random new themes coming out. Um, where were we? We were about to enter Canada. Uh, Mick, Kick, and I were at the border where I couldn't find my registration. Fleeing. America. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, no, we just were looking for any excuse to have a little trip, and Michaela just ended a show, so we were like, let's go to Canada. It's pretty close to New York. So fun. I'm going to Montreal. I don't know when, but I'm going to do it. All right, so you found the registration at the last second. You're in an hour-long borderline, and then... Well, apparently you got to Montreal because the next thing says ate at a vegetarian hip place, played video games, and... and... At Fuzu Bar. Oh, you played um, Mario Kart and Donkey Kong. Time of my freaking life. That was the hippest little vegetarian place. The Montreal vegan scene is off the his A. Also, it's a really weird mm-mm, little... Mm-mm, um... Boo. <laughs> you never sounded older. <laughs> off the his A, my shizzles. Um, and after that little veggie place, we went to one of those very old school game bars, but not like not like an arcade. They had literal Nintendo and 64, all those things set up with different consoles. And I was mm-hmm. living my youthful fantasy... Well, fantasy is not the right word, but you get what I'm trying to say. Playing Donkey Kong. I used to love uh-huh. it. And then Kick and I got That's really so addicted. Fun. I tried to find um, I tried to find the app on my phone. I was like, surely Donkey Kong has been made into a phone app. Doesn't exist. Uh-huh. Instead, there's a strange little knockoff brand called Banana Kong. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Kick and I, to this day, every now and then, I'll still pull it out. And we made up a theme song to it that doesn't exist. It goes like this. Bananas Kong. Bananas Kong. Uh-huh. Oh, great. Wow. Well, that, that took me on a full journey. <laughs> um, so I'm glad that you have that that with your friend Kick. Um, he seems like the perfect person for that. He is the perfect play person. play Bananas Kong. Also, how many times has Michaela had to tell you to shut the fuck up when singing the Bananas Kong theme? Probably just twice because after that, it just becomes a scream and I'll leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. July 31st. Out with Bixie Bikes in Montreal. Is that their version of like a city bike? Sure is. Favorite way to see a city, including my own. Man, I've made good use of the city bike here. Oh, I'm going to miss Philly. We didn't talk about that, but we can talk about that when I move. (laughs) (laughs) So many things to say goodbye to. Can you believe I will have been in Philly for nearly the same amount of time as I was in California? That feels insane. It does, because half of the time you were in Philly, you were literally shut in your apartment. A lot of the time I was in California, I was shut in too. Oh, that's true. I really mixed up that pandemic life. You sure did. Just watched a Netflix Explained on, uh, on time, and the Philly time feels so much shorter, but it's because... It was so much the same routine. And when you have the same routine... Your mind just, like, truncates those things. Yep. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, Well, in Montreal, you saw a cathedral and an old port. You got quat pizza and fig salad. Quat pizza. Cool. Quat pizza. Great. Gert pizza? Don't know. Gert pizza. It gives you (laughs) Instagert. Instagert. Is Gert just acid reflux? No fucking idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Should I look it up? What is good? Hey Siri, what's good? What is good? <laughs> I don't know. What's good with you? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I know. Uh, <clears throat> also called gastroesophageal reflux disease, a digestive disease in which stomach acid or bile irritates the food pipe lining. Food pipe. That can't possibly be a technical... Your food pipe, your gullet, your pothole. <laughs> yeah, esophagus. Thank you. That Oh, so it says here, acid reflux and heartburn more than twice a week may indicate GERD. Ah, acid reflux is a symptom of GERD. Cool, 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 well, cool. Well, 
it is just the frequency the frequency of acid reflux then can become GERD because GERD It's never going to be GERD. It's always going to be bad. <laughs> anyway, what's GERD? What's, what's GERD? GERD is the... <laughs> oh, for the love of all that is GERD and holy. <laughs> we have to move on. <clears throat> what's GERD is going to be the name of this episode. I want that to be very clear. All right, so... After you got your GERD pizza, you went to shower and relax at the Airbnb with wine asshole. You must have gone to play asshole, but there's nothing between wine and asshole. So it just says relax with wine asshole. No, that's that's correct. So apparently there's this new wine thing. You know how they say some wine has the taste of manure like earth? I hate you. <laughs> well, I'm not falling for it this my time. My asshole so cavernous. You can decant a bottle in it. <laughs> Gross. Uh, douching with wine gets you drunk and ready for bottoming. Um, there's a lot of biking this day. You bike ride through something and then you rode to awesome vegan place. Another awesome vegan place. Must be great there. Wall projections all around the city. Oh, yeah. I forgot why, but some like installation maybe. There was like, I don't know, like animated arts happening on walls all over the city. It was just a cool little place. Um, August 1st, drive back from Montreal. Oh, that was so fast. Um, you stopped for sushi and then an Indian dinner with your mama. I thought for sure that this lady loved Indian food. It took me like the third time picking up fucking Indian food for her and her not eating it to be like, oh yeah, I just don't really like Indian. I was like, okay. <laughs> Use your words, Rose. <laughs> I love that. Like you get some opinion of someone like, you know, they really love this thing or they really hate it. And they're like, I never have, I never once told you my opinion on this. How did you decide that I really liked Indian food? Um, well, you also stopped at, what does this say? Something quarry in Vermont? It looks like Marfa. Oh, yeah. Not Marfa. Mar- I, marble. 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 Marble, marble quarry. Um, it was just this giant uh, quarry, I guess. It was like a uh-huh, mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. you could jump in, kind of cliff jump or walk your way in. Really pretty. Lots of families out for the day just for a swim and a jump. Um, and I remember we literally we're just like none of us have been to vermont and it's so close how have we never been to vermont so we looked up any reason to go to vermont ah. um we're like this quarry looks fun so we just drove there love that there's so much up in that direction in the country that i haven't seen bernie sanders ben and jerry's mm-hmm. period <laughs> <laughs> that's it guns <laughs> guns so many that's mainly new hampshire though i think um all right, well, you said you had a tail light out on the way home so you changed at the old walmart then you got groceries uh, home very late after dropping your Jeep in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. Your dad's Jeep. Bless Kick. He drove it across the bridge for us and let Michaela and I just unload the groceries and go home. He drove it across the bridge and then Sorry, took so, public transit back? Or a bike. I think we stopped at our apartment, grabbed his bike. He drove the Jeep across the bridge and biked back. We lived very close to Jersey. It was like 10 minutes. It just, if you oh. walked or rode a bike, but if you were in a vehicle, it could be an hour because the traffic was so bad on that bridge. Wow. What bridge is that? George Washington. Okay. Who knew? Not me. Um, on August 2nd, you spent the day making THC butter with Mick. Then you saw musical improv Rumple Teaser. Oh, we're back. Rumple Teaser is like the premier musical improv group in New York. Don't punch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you're not here. I'd so have a lot away. more bruises. <laughs> punch you right in your gaping butthole. I am not a violent person. Punch you right in the dick. Punch her right in the pussy. Punch you right in your gaping butthole. Listen, you said the musical improv was awesome. You loved it so much. You ate some weed truffles at night. Mm. You made weed butter all day and then had weed truffles at night. Did you use the weed butter for the weed truffles? Yeah. Truff, truffle butter? Well, no. Is we, truffle butter like ball sweat or something? There's truffle butter like the savory or there's like chocolate truffles. We made chocolate truffles. Yes, I do understand. Yeah. Okay, August 3rd. They were disgusting, by the way. <laughs> the, <laughs> the truffles? Awful, awful. It was our first time. Oh, no. Why were they so bad? I don't know. We've made literally billions of, of edibles since, and they're so much better, but it's just our first time uh, first time at bat, you know? They were pretty weedy. Literally billions. <laughs> literally billions. Literally, and I'm not speaking metaphorically. <laughs> uh, right before we got on this recording, I was eating... These things that um, Peter ordered off an Instagram ad, they're called Muddy Bites, Ew. which sounds so <laughs> gross. I know. It sounds really, it sounds like weirdly poop related. It's not. Um, Muddy Bites are like the tip 
of a waffle cone with the chocolate in it. Just the tip? Just the tip with the chocolate in it, like the best bite of a of a oh, waffle cone, yeah. you know? And they put a bunch of those in a bag, and then it's a snack, and I ate all the whole bag. There's definitely multiple servings in that bag. I, I needed a little sugar rush. Man, it was delicious. Muddy Bites. Find them on Instagram, at Muddy Bites. August 3rd, you managed that one place where you were working, and you watched Difficult People at night. Michaela's birthday breakfast cake. We love a birthday. She had her birthday during her her last contract, so we we picked a random day for her birthday. Fake birthday. Oh, you guys love to do that. It's very very cute. I like that you guys always make sure that you celebrate each other. Um, you made biscuits and home fries, bacon and a scramble. Mick and Kick came to work for dessert. You bought a vape pen. It's so nice and maybe too convenient. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I was sucking on that thing all day. The real problem with the vape pens is the battery. I always have a headache because I'm literally sucking on the battery all day. I've since stopped with the vape pens. <laughs> That's good. You and most most adults. Um, those teens, though, they still love to vape. Those flavors, man. It gets them every time. Oh, kids are stupid. Um, on the 4th of August, you had a prep appointment. Jesus Christ, you've had 14 different prep appointments. You love doctors. I love doctors. You just love doctors. Hey, I went to the dentist today. Me Full too. clean bill of health. Oh, shut up. Why? What are the chances we went on the same day? Um, Did you have to get another tooth pulled? <laughs> yeah. They were like, hmm, why can we afflict him with? <laughs> um, I've never had a tooth pulled. You've got to stop seeing that witch dentist. <laughs> I know. And I, I always think it's weird when she throws my teeth in her cauldron at the end, but I guess it's just how they do it. Um, mm-hmm. I just needed to get a cleaning. Basically, I wanted to sneak one in before I go off on my cruise ship while I still have this insurance. And I was like, can you clean my teeth so it's not eight months till my next one she literally was like it's too soon i was like i'd rather too soon than too late lady just fucking brush them she's like but luckily my potion calls for molar of faggot <laughs> pops one out throws it into the cauldron binder oh shit all right wait did you have a clean bill you said yes yeah yeah it was so nice it was really long it was like an hour and a half long appointment the slowest cleaning ever but it's a new patient appointment they took like 10 x-rays oh my god how big is your mouth it's massive i'm like my butthole but they <laughs> Um, they do it apparently at this dentist they do these x-rays like a, a complete set not just your cavity check x-rays but they x-ray your whole mouth once every five years so they can monitor your uh, tooth and gum health or something oh, great. Uh, still August 4th oh, still Lord. went to a prep appointment then you went to Chelsea for bread Oh, for work. And then you managed and served. So you had to go pick up their fucking bread. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Is that the place where we passed the other day where you're like, hey, we used to get bread for Blossom there? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a tiny, weird little city New York is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. August 5th. Musical improv. A few stupid mistakes, but always such fun. Such Beer fun. with a few after. And then you listed all their names. August 6th. Laundry in the morning. Laundry in the evening. Laund- laundry at supper time. When laundry's on a bagel... You can have laundry anytime. Um, let's see here. After that, you had yoga at Crunch with Michaela. Oh, you ran into Lead Alien. Did she bring her cat? Oh, no. Lead Alien from, man, what a throwback from uh, that weird zombie alien show I did. She actually was the one trying to kill our other roommate's cat. Oh, did she bring a dead cat? She did bring a dead cat. It was very stiff. Uh, okay. Um, afterwards, you bar hopped with Bobby. Don't know who that is. Slept at his place. Sex three times. Finally, glad I'm on prep. Ah! Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Bobby was um any dick, Bobby or Bobby. Uh-huh. Uh huh. yeah, it was very fun. He was a little. I don't know. He was uh, a, a good time out. <laughs> he was fun. Oh. He was nice. And little, we, little minks in the sack. Yeah, and we. Uh, I'm pretty sure we flipped a bunch of times. Ooh, it was real fun. Hot. We love a good flip. Flipuation. Yeah, flipuation is right. Glad you're on prep too. You can I have know. sex and not worry about it. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Robert. Oh my. Okay. Well, I'm so glad that you got hepatitis. Fucked. Oh, August seventh <laughs> got. <laughs> august 7th got bagels on the way home from bobby's nap till 12 well yeah because you were fucking you know wrung out like a sponge gonna go to yoga then boost on boost on is kicks restaurant oh very good watched jessica james which was bad what the fuck is jessica james i think it was the show with that girl from breaking bad the one who pukes on her own vomit in the heroin overdose who pukes on her own vomit chokes on her own vomit also she um, chokes on Jess- it yeah Jesse Puke, Jesse Pukeman. Jesse Pukeman. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesse Pukeman's puke friend. Je- 
<laughs> Jesse Pinkman's girlfriend. Jesse Pinkman's uh, right. girlfriend. <laughs> I hate you, you silly bitch. August eighth, got a haircut with guy I don't like at Three Aces. Great. Black top with Aaron and Sam and Michaela. Aww. Need to get up so early tomorrow. Oh. Sent Lisa your headshot and real. Unsure why. Did she ask for it? She's my old uh, director from that Schmushmarden show I did late late in life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. the, the Halloween show. She's she did a lot of like big shit and she was like, Hey, send me your headshot and resume. I was like, Great and I don't remember why. I just sent it. Okay. She you maybe never found out. <laughs> um on August 9th. You filmed Jay Doug video in Brooklyn? Oh, yeah. My friend from Musical Improv does, like, spoof videos, and it was this, like, silly back-to-school video. She's now on Nora from Queens. With Aquafina? With the very one and only. That's amazing. Very cool for her. Um, well, you said you had so much fun, and it was all well-organized. Um, oh, what a treat. Usually when you help your friends do shit, it's a mess. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, you rush for a last-minute call-in from Lisa for Christmas at Godspeed. Oh, good speed. Good speed. Um, yeah, good I didn't speed. get it, so we can skip. <laughs> okay. Well, you said it went well for Hunter Foster. Who's that? Hunter Foster is a Broadway guy. He's the original Bobby in You're in Town. He's Sutton Foster's oh brother. Is he really? He is. I didn't know that she had a Broadway brother. Sure does. Okay, Bobby in You're in Town. Bobby, that name, that name, that name. I fuck Bobby now. <laughs> Fucking Bobby all day. Yes, I'm gonna fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, it's a great song. August 10th, cleaned room, and it feels so satisfying. You managed at work two very irritating customers. Mm-hmm. Irritating? Irritated customers. Super unfun. Sore throat, probably from Bobby. <sighs> Negotiating three-way with Derek. What the fuck is going on in your life? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't know. think we mentioned it on here, but I recently got a sore throat from a gentleman or I, I don't know who it was from, but it was right after a hookup. Obviously I got sick right after this hookup too. It happens a lot. I wonder, I wonder. I think that you've had chronic tonsillitis for a long time. And that is probably getting worse as you get older. That is my diagnosis. My layman's diagnosis. I feel like I constantly get like a sore throat and a cold and shit after a hookup with people. Either I have a very weak immune system or my tonsils fucking I hate dick. Um, anywho. Your tonsils are famously homophobic. <laughs> Most of me is. You should see my penis. <laughs> they, hate, <laughs> they hate that you're gay. <laughs> it retreats every time it sees another one. <laughs> and negotiating a three with Derek. He's the Derek Bobby or Bobby. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to commit self-harm. <laughs> oh, better, better you than me, I say. Um, <laughs> anywho, he... Has a serious boyfriend who I think I also met in Fire Island, but had less interaction with any Hooselbees. Um, I think this does work out. We'll find out. Keep reading. Oh, great. Oh, my God. I love a season of fuckery. And by fuckery, I do mean fucking. Also, I you mentioned a penis earlier. This reminds me that while I, I was getting penis. my teeth. <laughs> this reminds me. I have one. I'm going to go use it. Goodbye. No, I was at the dentist earlier and the dental hygienist was telling me that one time they were, we were talking about dogs and she's very obsessed with her four English bulldogs. Mm -hmm. She's talking about the fact that one time their oldest English bulldog started bleeding profusely from the penis and they took it to, I know they took him to a, which by the way is a crazy thing to talk about while you have your hands in someone's mouth and they can't (laughs) respond. They're... Their normal bulldog uh, vet, who is a specialist apparently, was not open because it was the weekend. So they took him to an emergency vet and they were like, listen, your dog needs to go to this other uh, surgical center and have his penis removed. And she was like, we're not going to do that until we can talk to our regular vet. And they, on Monday, talked to their regular vet and he was like, oh, no, he has a prolapsed urethra, which can happen to some breeds. And there's a very simple surgical procedure to fix it. And so she said, bleeding penis and prolapsed urethra multiple times to me (laughs) while I was getting my teeth cleaned. Oh, my God. So much to unpack here, not the least of which her first suggestion was cut his penis off. <laughs> well, the, the the other vet that they didn't trust, and that's why they'll oh never go back to that God. vet, which was the whole story. Could have been like, oh, we, we had a bad experience at a vet one time. They tried to suggest some surgery my dog didn't need. Could have been that. But no. <laughs> August 11th, edited my website. Finally. Big sushi night. So delicious and pretty. Edited my website. Oh, I edited my website super early on in this podcast, and I promised to never do it again, but I uh-huh. broke my promise. You sure did. Um, Sam came over after. You smoked and played drawful. Well, she didn't smoke, but you obviously did. 
<laughs> August 12th. More improv, more work that I'm not going to mention. Um, let's see here. You had, oh, a friend asked you to sing two songs in his show. Congratulations. Oh, makes me feel so useful. Ah. Uh, August 13th, you're tired and still don't feel very good. Um, oh, and you're chatting with a bassoonist named Josh on Chappie. Well, I don't, I don't think that goes very far, but that's fun that he plays the bassoon. He's probably a probably great at blowing no the, you have to have very very tight lips for the bassoon double ooh, read ooh, it's gonna, oh it'd that, be perfect for your tiny penis there's a lot of pressure in the urethra <laughs> we couldn't possibly have a prolapse urethra <laughs> urethra might be the most mentioned word in this episode <laughs> urethra 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 ah what disappeared august 14th hung with kick in the morning and went to work together busy work oh Mr. Landisman stayed until 11.30, and I was pissed. 11, oh, um, my God. 11.30 for that curmudgeonly... Okay, I have to remember he is not with us anymore. Rest in peace, you you uh-huh. um, man. <laughs> when did you guys close? Nine. What? Uh-huh. Sorry, I yelled. He only he, came during the week. He stayed for two and a half hours? So during the week, he closed at nine. Yes, two and a half hours. Oh. Because he'd come at 8.59, and he'd choose at the pace of fucking Franklin the Turtle. Who's Franklin the Turtle? Hey, it's Franklin. He's a kid's story. Kid's okay. character. He's he's a kid's story. Um, August 15th, work. It's starting to feel, in your words, depressy. Um, and you want to take a road trip this winter. That stems from the word depressy fish, coined by Hannah. <laughs> Don't be all depressy fish. I'm oh, not right. depressy fish. <laughs> Wait, that's not a thing. <laughs> Sorry. August 16th, uh, you got ready for a date early and then you went to work. Ooh, that night you had a date with Bobby. Bobby's back. You got to sing your little Bobby theme? Any Derek, Bobby, or Bobby. But I guess for now it's just the Bobby. (laughs) You went to Prohibition and High Life. You had sex at his place and then went home. It was nice, but I might be over it now. Uh, Yeah, the old fourth time's a charm with Mikey. Can't be too available. I think it's only the second, but yeah, I mean, I'm... No, you had, you had sex literally three oh. times. Oh, nice. Yeah, you're right. Can't be too available. He, I mean, this is... I had no uh, delusions of what this was. We were both just having a good time. I'm pretty sure he felt the same way. Also, for as erratic as my behavior can often be, I'm so very predictable. Would you call me predictable? Yes. Hmm, Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have said that before like, I read this, before we did this podcast. I would have said I'm so unpredictable, but my patterns seem clear. That's no bad thing. It's just like you, it is predictable to me, for instance, in this situation, that you would have sex with this guy and think it was hot and heavy and then absolutely be disinterested after like date number two or three. That is, yeah. that seems like a, a very clear pattern over the last five well, years. Well, we, I mean, a hundred percent agree, which is why I brought it up. But also we're not the people to answer this. We are biased. You're predictable to me too, because I know you so well, you know me so well, you know yeah. what I'm going to do, but yeah. I wonder that's true. If the layman thinks we're who, who knows, doesn't really matter, but just a curious thought. Yeah, how well can you really know a person? I feel like a best friend you can know pretty well, or like a, a spouse or something, you know, and then you're right. People do become predictable because you see their patterns. You see how they behave, how they react in a variety of situations. So yeah, that is a very fair point. By the way, predictable is not boring. I don't think you're boring at all. Oh, thank God. Boring, I think, is the most offensive thing someone could call me. I would be more offended at boring than I think just about anything else. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, August 17th, uh, the only thing interesting today is that you had breakfast with Hannah at Wimpy's in the morning and you feel good after seeing her. Best friends are good that way. We love a diner. Uh, August 18th, uh, you ran through a couple songs for jimmy's show that you're excited about that's your friend who asked you to be in a show just just days ago then you went to work it was a slow night and you left early for for as fun as life is in new york to live it's like you know pretty anticlimactic to read unless i'm getting porked <laughs> let's fast forward to the parking shall we <laughs> August 20th, saying at Jimmy's show, finally, it was at the pit. There was an awful pianist and just making kick and other performers in the crowd, but it went well and you felt so great to sing in New York for the first time at 28 years old. I guess it's fun to just finally break my New York cherry. <laughs> Ew. Don't say, you say pop a cherry, don't say break a cherry. Gross. Tear it apart. <laughs> Ew, I hate that tear so that, much. Isn't that, tear that cherry out. Tear that, turn that cherry out. Turn that cherry out, not tear it out like a... <laughs> Like some kind of monster. August 21st, canceled on Bobby Dinner to meet Hannah, smoked and Lakela. 
Oh, you okay, love I haven't been there in a while. You uh, know it's not going to go anywhere you when sure you cancel it on your, on your new flame to see your old friend. Uh-huh. Um, August 22nd. I don't know what any of this means, so you're going to have to help me. Are you ready? Uh-huh. You willing and able? Mm-hmm. All right. It's August 22nd, and you text Victoria about Dad's right address. Have to text her in secret, of course. Want to remail the letter. Miss him. Feel bad. But he also fucked up a lot for a long time, and he ruined so much of Mom's life. Blossom. Huh. Help. There's nothing to say. What happened next day? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so that woman, Victoria, is his longtime friend who I'd met a bunch of times. She had been to our house. My mom knew her, but and we still don't really. Was she know. a friend, like a like a bedroom friend? We don't really know. It didn't. I don't think okay. so. It really didn't seem like it to me. But my mom thinks so. But I, I, f- I feel like at this point, like we know who. I don't know. We'll never know some of the details. But she was his longtime friend who we knew very well. But we don't know how in cahoots she kind of was with him or not. Anyway, she was sort of his liaison at this point and his only his only contact person. So we had to talk a couple times, I guess. You said you texted me? Well, you said you texted her about dad's correct address. Oh, right. I had no way to know how to mail him. And that's one of the birthday cards I wrote that... Um, oh, it came back to you? Actually, I have it right here. It came back to me and I never sent it. Um, no. Let's see. What... Well, what'd you say? Letters from your father. Letters to your father. Letters to my father reading this um, for the first time with you. Dad, first and foremost, happy birthday. I hope this card reaches you by the 9th. Tara had had trouble sending you a card in the past. I hope you're able to find a little joy today, in parentheses, and every day. That's really fucking kind of me. I think about you every day. I'm sure it's been pretty tough, but I trust you're finding ways to cope. I'm still not quite sure what to say about the whole situation, so I won't say anything at all. Instead, this card is... To wish you well and remind you that you're in my mind. A longer letter will follow, but I just wanted to start with something. Uh, a little catch up on me. I spent the first few months of the year touring with an acapella group. <laughs> Wasn't great, but it paid well, thankfully. <laughs> I finished the core four classes of improv comedy at UCB, as well as some sketch and musical improv, which I'm in right now, and love underlined. I spent the summer balancing auditions. I'm being considered for a few things. Am I? Um, Vacationing, Fire Island in Montreal, and working at Blossom. I assistant manage sometimes now. More to come. Stay well. Love, Mikey. P.S. Trump sucks. Wink. Had to say something political, right? Question mark. Oh, that's hilarious. Also, you didn't mention getting porked by Bobby. I know. What's wrong with me? One of the last things I remember him wearing is a is a rainbow shirt to be like, look, I love gay people. Um, Who, Bobby? No, my father. Oh. <laughs> no, my father. <laughs> that was such a kind letter. Um, I guess I guess it's been many years and I've had a lot of time to ferment. That was so nice of me. <laughs> he never got it. No, I mean to say like, why wasn't I said, I don't know what to say, so I'll say nothing. I no, could have been like, I know. here are the ways you suck. Here's how our lives uh-huh. are ruined. Here's the financial burden you've put yeah. on me. Oh, and your vote toward that monster has created a real problem that's going to domino until the end of American society. But whole prison's fun. Let it out, baby. Let it out. There's some trauma in there. But you, you've like... Like you said, you've marinated on it over some years, and you felt your felt your feelings, felt your anger. Um, just being 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 really nice to him doesn't uh, doesn't really sit well with me, knowing what I know, you know, as your friend. Yeah. August twenty third, trek to Brooklyn to get a hundred dollar TV for my room. Will be nice when I'm alone in the fall. Is this your little TV that you had at uh, Mick and Kicks? It's the TV I still have in my apartment right now. Oh yeah, oh amazing. <laughs> Was it really worth the investment? Hundred bucks. <laughs> That's great, yeah. yeah. That's why, I mean, I had to fucking crate that shit across New York, but it has now lasted many, many years. The color's not great. It's time to get a new one. But when I get back from that cruise ship with all that cruise ship cash, I'll be getting a new TV. A new TV? (laughs) Okay, great. Well, August 24th, tried to hang the new TV in the morning with Kick, but was called into work early. I'm so sorry. That place is a shit show. Um, you got weed for yourself and a coworker, and uh, you rolled a joint. And then you smoked a joint on a street on the street before a comedy show, uh, you passed a cop and you had to throw said joint. Oh, wow. This joint had a full life cycle. What a bummer. Um, you want to know what happened? This is old school style where there's no dispensaries. I left work, got into a car, 
drove around the neighborhood, was offered a selection of drugs, just weed, um, but different kinds of weed. And it wasn't like an Uber or a random car. No, you called a car to pick you up to get into this car to buy weed from. My weed guy, a dispensary. Yeah. Um, and he, uh-huh. yeah, the driver was the dealer. Um, uh-huh. But it just was, this is how they ran it, because you couldn't have an establishment back in the day, so you had to do it out of your car. Uh, they were always really nice and really fine. It just, you know, the first couple times feel sketchy to get in the car. Mom's going to love this. Anyway... Um, <laughs> You, <laughs> we go around the neighborhood. They drop me off somewhere. Go back into work with weed in my pocket. I got a dime bag in my pocket. Um, and my coworker. This really is the fucking musical special. It is. Coworker taught me how to roll a joint. Took a very long time. Was very proud of it. So it was very sad to lose that joint. Where do we learn oh. to roll a joint? In the manager's office. <laughs> <laughs> remarkable you're like listen i'm a manager here please come roll roll a joint on my desk <laughs> if you don't you're fired <laughs> uh, <laughs> august 25th uh boring boring vaped a lot couldn't get high oh i couldn't get high <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get, get high. high that's a real problem hey it's the first time that happened that must be a real come to jesus moment <laughs> um but also it's because those vapes just they're, they're weaker august 26th musical improv then drinks at relocal uh, brainstormed journal roulette idea with classmates. Oh, oh my God. That's really funny. That's the first seedling of this podcast. Uh-huh. That's, that's what I thought this might be. Tell the people what journal roulette was going to be. I thought, wouldn't it be fun to like, maybe get my mom or someone else like that and like give them my journal and like somehow spin a wheel or just pick random dates and have them read unfiltered. Um, mm-hmm. became something else. It sure did. It sure did. Journal roulette was something you and I talked about a long time. Like on your final cruise ship, you called me and you're like, I just, I can't get this journal, journal roulette idea out of my head. And I one day said, you ever thought about a podcast? And then fucking three years later, here we are on August 28th. You said RIP Tregus. Guess that means you took your piercing out? I took it out a while ago. Remember when I got it taken out in Times Square? Um, must oh. be the same. Oh, it's my anniversary. RIP Tragus. It's the anniversary of getting it pierced. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny because, oh, yeah. The night or the, the year before spontaneously pierced my Tragus. That's so funny. Um, all right. Well, rip Tragus. Rip, rip, rip. Um, move. It did. <laughs> <laughs> music improv class show a bunch of friends came which is sweet and then you went uh to drinks with the cast and then a friends 101 show then you shopped at trader joe's wow grocery shopping late at night seems hard nah, easier smaller crowds okay august 28th day off didn't do much of anything always look forward to it then feel bad for doing nothing i get that feeling i'm bad at being still that's common i think yeah there's so a lot yeah. of memes out there about, or not memes, whatever those little like Instagram frames are that are like, you can do this. It's okay to self-care. You know, a lot yeah. of those about that topic. Exactly. Well, after this, you went to Derek's place in Hell's Kitchen, the guy that wanted to three-way with you. You said you felt a little comfortable, uncomfortable. Nothing happened. They have an odd relationship. Oh, him and Tell his boyfriend. Yep. I don't remember why it's odd. Um, I do have a memory of something happening, so that must be a different night. So this must just be like a get-to-know-you situation. <laughs> okay. My breath is abated. Not abated. It's baited. But, you know, like a common abated anyway. Not baited, like st- stuck with a hook and worm. Also not that. Yeah. August 29th. Um, oh, you worked and there's some drama, but it's not even interesting drama, so I'm going to skip it. You hate it. You hope they stay open. Hannah read your tarot. So high, so unclear. Ha ha. So you got high with your friend and she read your tarot cards. I wonder what's unclear. The memories of the evening or the tarot reading. We'll never know. It's unclear. Uh Uh-huh. Well, we will never know. It is, in fact, unclear. All right. Uh, August 30th. You worked out with Kick. You had a smoothie. Managed (laughs) slash closed Blossom. Started Ozark. It's a new Breaking Bad. Feeling lazy. Hey, you worked out. Hey, look at that. You're very inconsistent about when you choose to say, you know, the place I worked and when you don't choose to say Blossom. Um, Oh, did I say it? Yeah, that's fine. God damn. <laughs> All right, and August 31st, which will be the last day for this episode, slept till 1.30. Feels awful. Oh, that's not a good feeling. <laughs> no. Uh, right to work. Home early. Smoked and ate with kick. Jesus Christ, no wonder you feel lazy. You slept till 1.30. You got <laughs> off work early and came home and got high of immediately. Yeah, I go through um, cycles. This, this, That's a terrible uh-huh. way to live. That does not make... I mean, I haven't had a cycle like that in, in many years, but yeah feels bad not ideal um 
then you said you're oh garth you haven't talked about him in a minute you said jealous of garth's tour but feel like i need to stay in new york city to create something oh or move to california to create a podcast (laughs) it's not for several years still my friend um (laughs) Yeah, I felt that way about New York a while. I feel like everyone feels that way. Like, I'm, I just got to be here. I just need to be part of the energy to make something happen, you know? Um, mm. But all you need to do to make something happen is do something, and you can do that anywhere. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I've never once felt that way, but, you know, I don't I don't hear the siren song of New York like you do. Although, I will tell you, last week when we were there, like, the Sunday before we left, we left on Monday morning, where it was a beautiful Sunday. We were walking through Soho, like, shopping with Peter's parents. I love that part of town. It was so nice. Um, I left them so in a shop. Nice. I was like, I just... I want Soho nice. <laughs> I wanted coffee. I didn't even look up a coffee shop because obviously I was in a part of town where I knew if I just walked down a street, I'd find a coffee shop. I was like, man, this is so beautiful. Like the the lifestyle of just like a great Sunday, like walking around your neighborhood, that seemed very appealing to me. Um, but then I came back to my house in the mountains and I was happy. Yeah. You're a mountain kind of boy. I was a happy Happy guy. Um, you know what? That is, I think, the magic of New York. The the little beautiful moments are baked in. There was a lot of mm-hmm. stress, but that stress, mm-hmm. like every single piece of stress comes with a little bit of magic too. And I feel like you don't really get that in other cities in the same way. Um, one of my favorite podcast hosts uh, one time described, I think I've said this before, so I mean, bear with me. She described New York City as the great equalizer. She was like, it doesn't matter how much uh, money you make like of course having money in New York makes life so much easier but like you can get out of your private car uh, like going back to your doorman building and still step in a pile of human shit or have someone <laughs> jerking off on your stoop like it is just like a everyone has bad days in New York you know yeah. like it's there's there's something very equalizing about it equalizing moments without a doubt yeah all right friend that is obviously enough journal for this week before we go did we hear from any listeners just a couple quick things I wanted to mention First of all, on Instagram, Ken Vinyl, something like that, said, uh, commented on one of the episodes, said it was fun as always that we could have done without the image of a condom and a fleshlight. Well, Ken, I don't know what to tell you. It's uh, an <laughs> integral part of the plot. Um, and You get what you get and you... <laughs> might throw a fit or snap a condom. Then might throw a fit. <laughs> um, also, I wanted to throw a little uh, love in your way. Someone else said, Cameron is a total smoke show. Fire, fire, fire. Just really loving <laughs> on your uh, Fire Island pictures. Oh, thanks for calling me a smoke show in 2017. I don't even know uh, that I've ever been called a smoke show before, so I will take it. And lastly, this is from my friend Janine. She just, um, first of all, is disappointed that you didn't like Carolina change, but that's okay. We, we can have different opinions here. Uh. What I really want to point out is that she said, also... It's 1-800-MBFJ-POD, P-O-D. That would be the hotline. I was like, oh, duh. <laughs> She's so There's right. There's not enough letters. <laughs> that cracked me the fuck up. Uh, I know it did. That's why I said it. Um, you know, I know that some people really love that show. I really, really did not. I stand by my opinion. Yeah, you're, you are entitled to that, my friend. Just like an asshole, everyone's got one. All right, well, that just about does it for this week. Thank you to everyone, as always, who wrote in. And you know what? We did say that this thing is coming to an end, but it doesn't mean it's leaving iTunes. So your ratings and reviews are still important. So if you have yet to do so, please help other people find this podcast. Help them have a good time listening to MBFJ forever and ever on men. Thank you so much. And if you want to send us an email or a message, where can they do that, Mike? They can do that at MBFJ Podcast on Instagram or my best friend's journal at gmail.com. Listen, I second what Cam said. Share the magic of this flashlight-filled podcast. Your ratings and reviews are the only way to get it out there. So please, if you haven't done so yet, what the fuck are you waiting for? We've done three years of this. <laughs> oh, she's spicy tonight. She's spicy. Is that too much? I think I Mike's hangry. It's well past dinner time. we got to get out of here. That's true. So on that note, Mikey, until next time, always remember... I have been changed for Gerd. <laughs> Gerd Golly, Miss Marley. <laughs> Gerd Golly, I hate you. <laughs> Only the Gerd die young. All right, you're done. Give me one more. Um, and I'm feeling Gerd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was fun. Little, only if you mean my tiny butthole. Hey, <laughs> How I did it. How dare you? How dare you? Everyone knows that you have a gaping problem.